good morning and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Sunday, y'all. Hope you're really excited about this devotional because Tori drug me out of bed, dragged me out of bed. (laughs) She she pulled me out of bed early to do this devotional for y'all. I'm excited to do it, but I'm a little delirious. A little sleepies. I think the title of this devotional is Refreshments for Your Soul. Like hors d'oeuvres for your soul. Or maybe a fresh lemon water or cucumber water for your soul. You want lemon water, don't you, babies? I love lemon water. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's just jump into this devotional. Let's jump in. Okay, y'all. Like he said, it's titled Refreshment for Your Soul. And we're reading out of Jeremiah 17, 8. And it says, They are like trees planted along a riverbank. With roots that reach deep into the water, such trees should not be bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. The love letter from God said, I am the one who refreshes your soul. I see that your soul thirsts for me. I invite you to spend time with me. I will give your spirit a time of rest and refreshment. There is no one who can refresh your weary soul like I can. Come to me, be still in my presence, and leave your cares at the cross. I know how to care for you because I created you. I have the living water that you're thirsting for. No other well will give you what you need to be refreshed. Don't settle for less than what I have to offer. Come splash in my river of living water. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, feeling thirsty and spiritually dehydrated, usually comes as a result of hard times in life that drain us of our faith. Sometimes we forget where to go to get a life-giving drink. God's word is the only well filled with his living water. The treasure of truth says, God's living water never leaves us thirsty. Can you read the scripture again? Yeah. It says, They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. I love that because it makes me feel like there are things that God does for us that eliminates the worry of need or the worry of the future. Will I do this in life or will I accomplish this or will I have this in life? And he right there in that scripture is just saying you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. You just need to be a tree planted in my word, mm-hmm. right? Planted in my refreshing water. Yeah. That'll be all you need as you go and grow through life. Yeah. And I also love that it says they will never stop producing fruit, even in times of drought, even in times of heat, they're still producing fruit. And I think that's such a good word for our lives that things don't have to be perfect for us to produce spiritual fruit in our lives. We can produce fruit even in the craziest seasons of our lives where we're feeling worried or we're feeling doubt or we're feeling like we're lacking provision or we're stressed about work or or whatever it may be. God is saying, if you're planted in my word, if you come to me, you can still walk in joy. You can still walk in peace, even though you don't know how it's going to turn out. God does. And so you can trust in him 
and walk in the fruits of the spirit, even if life doesn't make sense. Um, I also have a little thing. You know how I love to read my old prayers in the little journal um, section beside. And so something I also do, I'm not sure if you guys have the Thrive Bible or not, but I always like to read the devotional and then go back in scripture and try to figure out the context from which they pulled this devotion, just so that I have like a very well-rounded morning in the word. So I'm not just getting a devotion, but I'm getting the word of God as well. And, um, this entire chapter in Jeremiah is really good. I encourage you to go back and read Jeremiah 17. Um, but the prayer that I wrote a while ago, I have no idea when I wrote it, but I said, um, Lord, search my heart and get rid of all the things that aren't pleasing to you. I want all my motives to be glorifying to you. Help me rely more on your word and less on how I feel. I know my heart can be deceiving. You know the ugly parts of me and love me still, but I want to look more like you in the way I think, speak, and act. I want it all to align and point to you. Holy Spirit, breathe new life in me. Resurrect my fatigued soul. Refresh me with your song. Today is a new day. I give it to you. Call me back to your living water throughout my day so that I can never run dry. I love you, Jesus. And I just feel like that prayer is such a good prayer for a daily basis um, that we give our day to God, that we make sure that our motives are glorifying to him, that we rely more on his word than how we feel, because it's so true that our heart can be deceiving and that God knows the ugly parts of us. He, he loves us anyway, but our, our motive should always to be more like him and he can search our hearts and weed out the stuff that is not glorifying to him. So, um, maybe even rewind that just a little bit and pray that prayer over your life today. Um, it was actually refreshing for my soul. Yeah. I just want to second what Tori said about making sure that as you read the scripture, you definitely want to focus on finding the context of the scripture, which is who is it written to and what time was it written? And then you can also look at the co-text of the scripture, which is look at the verse before and the verse after what you're reading, or even it could be the chapter before and chapter after. Um, and you can also focus on the genre of the letter or the genre of the text you're reading. There are so many different types of genres. There's narratives, there are poems, there are books of wisdom, there are prophecies, there's apocalyptic letters, there's the letters from the epistles, and they're all written differently with a different purpose. So if the IRS, which is the Internal Revenue Service, were to send you a letter and your loving mother were to send you a letter, you would read them differently, typically, because they're after different goals. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with so many different chapters and books in the Bible that you have to make sure that you're reading it through the lens of what's being sent to you. Mm -hmm. And so there's so many different little tips and tricks of how to read the Bible, but it, it becomes so much more real and illuminating when you know why you're reading it. Yeah, and there's a really good YouTube channel called The Bible Project. Mm -hmm. And if you're a visual learner like I am, some of their videos have really helped me um, dive into exactly what Chad just said. Because I don't think that I really understood that until the last two years, maybe. And so I really encourage you guys to go check out their YouTube channel. Um, if you have any type of questions, they really do a great job of breaking a lot of things down in the Bible. Yeah, Tor and I absolutely love the Bible Project on YouTube. 
Um, good news. We saw all your comments and messages on um, the Messy Masterpiece podcast Instagram account, and we saw that you guys really did like that kind of individual prayer time. So after Tori prays, we're going to give you another 45 seconds to a minute with some nice little spiritual music to continue praying because in the same way that we want to encourage you to read scripture and God's word and understand it, we also want to encourage you to really pray. And if we can help facilitate that, we absolutely will. So baby, ready? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that we can come to you when we're weary, when we're burdened, when we're stressed. Um, God, and you refresh our soul. You remind us that we can walk in peace and walk in joy and walk in your strength when we come um, to you, God, that you are our living water. Um, and we want to, we want to come to you daily and that way we can taste and see how good you are. Um, Lord, I just pray that you call us back throughout our day today, um, that we would feel how good you are, that we would rely on your word, that everything we do is glorifying to you, Lord. We thank you for who you are and for who you are to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Still in your hands, this is my confidence. You've never failed. The promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness, faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never Amen. Amen. We are praying in agreement with you and over you. So we hope that you enjoyed that time of prayer. Yeah, seriously. We love you all. Happy Valentine's Day. And we'll be talking to you next week or this week or tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Bye.